Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Mothership Connection, your place for pantyhose and nipple flows. Um, yeah, but thanks for listening. I always appreciate it. Uh, sorry about the little hiatus there. Not, it wasn't a planned hiatus. It just kind of happened. I mean, I don't think most hiatuses are planned in the uh, podcast world. Maybe in other things of the world. I don't know. I don't know. But thanks for listening. I hope you uh, had a great couple of weeks in June. Um, been sort of a sordid berg for me. Um, I don't know. Been it's been a weird couple of months. This <laughs> been a weird couple of months in life. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But thanks for listening to the last episode we did on gym class heroes. Uh, it's gotten uh, quite a few listens, so that's good. I'm glad people uh, were uh, gravitating toward that episode. I, I guess I don't know. Um, but I'd like to thank today's sponsor. It's the new wedding theme pizza place at the mall at Robinson. Uh, it is called Speak Now or Forever Hold Your Pizza. Um, of course, they have uh, half off for divorce couples. Uh, their pizza comes cold, just like her stares. Um, not her stares as walking. Her stares is her evil eyes. Um, but yeah, it's at the mall at Robinson. It's the wedding theme pizza place called Speak Now or Forever Hold Your Pizza. Um, it is right next to the discount casket store on the bottom floor of the mall um, called Sales from the Crypt. So it's easy easy to find. Really easy to find. Um, but yeah, but thanks for listening. Like I said, I hope you've been having a good uh, couple of weeks here in June. Um, yeah, I guess it's, I don't know, maybe been two weeks since I did an episode. Maybe a little bit less than that. Uh, so sorry for all you uh, audio files out there that were hoping to have an episode. Um yeah, I just kind of didn't do one. <laughs> hey, like I always say, it's free. I'm just one boy. You know what I mean? I can only do so much. Now I'm saying, not grand. But yeah, but I'm back. I'm with a, uh, you know, eager. What is it? What is it? Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Isn't that the? Uh, isn't that what you say whenever you have to get somewhere early in the morning? I'll be there, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Um, if you're into that kind of thing, I'm not. <clears throat> But a lot of weird, weird shit going on in the world. Um, and I swear, when I looked up in the sky the other night, it was like a green matrix-looking honeycomb design in the sky. Like the, like the matrix was glitching for a moment. Um, I don't know. I, I just think, I don't want to be doom and gloom here. I don't want to be D and G. Um, not Dollar General, but doom and gloom. But I think, the, uh, I think shit's going to get real fucked up real quick. Um, if I had to guess... Uh, they're going to knock out the internet for a while. Uh, that'll help them usher in their new world order and their great reset, if you will. Or the and or and or uh, they're going to attack the power grid with some kind of EMP. Um, they're going to cripple society so they can fucking mold it into what they wanted to be. Order out of chaos, you know what I mean? Um, but so yeah, I, I honestly think that like shit's just like I don't know. Everything's scripted theater, and it's like we're like we're watching like a really bad movie play out in real time. You know what I mean? Uh, shit just happens that should, you know, not be allowed at all for a second, and people are just like cool with it, and like I don't know, man. It's just stupid shit going on like everywhere. You know, um, you know, all those fucking chemicals go missing on that train, and then conveniently enough, those wildfires start in Canada. And they, uh, you know, that's convenient. And they, it's like fires that they can't put out. 
So you want to tell me that they, those stolen chemicals weren't used to purposely do that? The fuck shit up? Um, the big distraction with the uh, fake fucking submarine bullshit. Um, when they knew those people, if you even want to believe that that was even real, because I don't think it was. There's plenty of people don't think that was real. James Cameron came out and said that he think that entire story was bullshit. But if you want to think that it was real, so what? All week they're letting people think those people were alive, and then it was made public that they knew they died like on Sunday. If they were just using that story to distract you from a bunch of other shit, um, you know the fake coup over there and wherever with the fucking guy, you know, six six point two billion dollars goes missing from the Pentagon, and then all of a sudden, like, that opposition party has money and supplies to launch an attack. You know what I mean? It's just, all of it, all the bullshit is just, like, so, um, it's just, like, so blatant. You know what I mean? Like, they don't give a shit. And a lot of that goes back to, like, Obama repealing the Smith-Munt Act in 2012, which, like, that act that he repealed kept the government from using propaganda on its own citizens. So he repealed it, and fuckboy... Antichrist Trump didn't like reenact it. So if you wonder like why like shit's just like so stuff that's so obviously evil and like treasonous and just bad. And they just like obviously lie to you about so much stuff. That's part of the reason why. You know what I mean? Um and like like if you know me, you know that I, I feel like Donald Trump Donald Trump is the Antichrist. He will be the false savior of all of this. All this shit, will, everything will go bad, and everything will go down. And this has all been planned and scripted, by the way. By the way. He never made a dime, by the way. But it has been. It's all been scripted. So what will happen is, everything will collapse, people will go fucking nuts, and DJT, Clockwork Orange himself, will show up and save the fucking day. And shit will be so bad that people will just beg, and will do whatever he says for uh, salvation. That's what it'll be. And it'll come in the form... Like, the devil's not going to come in the form of, like, fire and brimstone. The devil's going to come in the form of false light and false hope and, like, all this other fucking shit. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And they want to push all of their fucking bullshit. Um, they want to do. They want to push it all. And uh, they have to collapse it all to replace it. So everything that they do is to purposely destroy what was. No matter what... No matter if it's entertainment... No matter if it's, you know, banking systems, uh, anything, health, science, everything. is They have to break it all down and let it all get destroyed um, so they can reshape it in their fucking whatever they want it to be. Um, <clears throat> you know, you think Disney, Disney just reported that they lost a billion dollars from the last eight movies they made. They have not, they have not, Disney has not made a profit in the last eight movies that they released, all of which were like blockbuster level movies. You think that any company that wasn't part of like purposely allowing shit to get destroyed would stand for that? You know, and I don't give a shit about any of the, any of that stuff. But like, do you think that a company like Bud Light is happy to, to have lost like $32 billion or target that lost $20 billion? Like all these companies and banks and shit are losing money non-stop everything is losing money non-stop um trust me I, I see it in the healthcare industry that i work in like i see it everywhere it is all purposely being destroyed so they can re 
re-enter and readjust what they wanted to do it and further enslave us. Um, once they get to a cashless society, it's game over. It is. They, they will be able to control every aspect of your fucking life once they get into a cashless society. And so many people out there will just be like, oh, okay, cool. Where do I sign up? But not realizing it's like you're signing away your fucking freedom for the rest of eternity um, to do that shit. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm just coughing a little bit. But just, I mean, just look around you. Like, it, does it not feel, does it not feel like over the last, I don't know, eight months especially, eight or nine months especially, that everything just seems like it's completely, completely fucking fake? Like, everything? Honestly. Like, just take a little second to ponder there for yourself. Doesn't everything just seem like it's fucking fake? Seriously. And not, like, I've known forever that, like, everything we're told is a fucking lie. But recently, everything just seems like, like I said, it's like the Matrix is, like, glitching and, like, shutting down. And things are just more obviously fake and more obviously staged than they've ever been. Um, so I guess my message in that is just, like, I don't know. Make sure you tell the people in your life that you love them. Make sure you have, you know, some extra supplies for when shit gets nuts. Because it's going to get nuts. You know? It, it's going to get nuts, like, as soon as next week, maybe. Whenever they launch the Fed now digital fucking currency bullshit. Um, you know, all these countries are dropping the dollar as their fucking trading standard. Um, there's fi- I mean, there's fires burning all over the fight. Like, it's just shit's like they're purposely bringing everything down. But stuff's like something's got to get. You know, you can only artificially prop stuff up for so long. For so long. But um, I don't know. I-, I could go deep, deep, deep into it, but. A lot of you would probably just, I don't know, fucking laugh and not think that I was being serious when I am. So I'll save that for another day. But um, like I said, just have some extra water, have some extra food. Um, make sure your gun's loaded. Make sure you know have a, have a plan for when shit goes fucking nuts. Get a generator. I don't care if it's a gas generator or a pump generator or a solar fucking radio. Um Get yourself prepared because they're the powers that be. And I know that there's people that listen to this that don't think that that's a thing, which is astounding to me. But the powers that be, they're coming for you. They're coming for you. They've been assaulting us on every front for the last three years. I mean, forever, really. But the last three years, they've been pouring it on. And they're, they're coming. They're not going to just give up. You know what I mean? <clears throat> no, I'm saying. Mountain crayons. But, you know, keep your eyes peeled. I know this sounds stupid, but you see something, you say something. You know what I mean? Um, And just be prepared for something fucking cataclysmic. Something that'll shock the world. And just, you know, whether that be a disaster, whether it's real or staged, whether that is Project Bluebeam with the fake alien invasion. So they can sit there and be like, oh, these aliens are here. And they said, if we don't do X, Y, and Z, they'll destroy us. When really it's just a bunch of holograms. They can get you to fucking sell your soul. Um, whether they crash the financial system and be like, oh, sorry, we have no record of anyone's money, so we'll just assume no one has any. Or, um, you know, whether they crash the power grid and all that shit. So, that, I mean, they're, they're going to pull out all the stops. So there'll be some kind of fake nuclear scare event. Um, there'll, be, there'll, be some, there'll be something fucking crazy that'll be like earth-shattering where people will just bow down and fucking do whatever 
do whatever they say because it'll it'll fuck people up so bad, especially people that aren't like aware or awake of the kind of shit like that that goes on, you know. Um, and I'm pretty exhausted right now, so I can't really like articulate it the way I'd like to. Is another reason why I won't go deep deep into it. Um, but just do your own research. Look around you. Look at the obvious red flags that are all over the place, and just be prepared. You know, I'm, I'm being serious. I'm not being like, whoa, be prepared. <laughs> like, be prepared. Like, something fucked up is going to happen this year. Um, it could be next week. It could be in fucking October, November, December. Like, they're not going to just let give up. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and they'll probably do something where they can suspend the election and just have martial law or something. Something. You know, they're going to do fucking something, man. You know, like all the symbolism everywhere, all the prophecies, all that shit in the Denver airport and everything else, all points to them, you know, fucking us up. You know, the government just bought like $300 million worth of radiation pills. So what do you think that's for? You know, or the one the bought or during the Obama administration when they bought like a gazillion body bags. You know what I mean? And you know, they're buying up all the ammo. Bill Gates owns all the farmland. They're fucking pumping shit into the food even more than usual like they're not gonna fucking stop until the, everyone's fucking under their thumb completely and that's why whenever they start talking heavily about a cashless society you need to fucking say no you need to say no use cash don't don't use all these fucking mon- money sharing apps like venmo and uh lung pony and fucking fig wedding and all these other fucking apps like Use cash. Give your friend a check if you have to. Um, do not fully succumb to the digital um, cashless society. You know what I mean? All you fucking waitresses and service workers out there that don't want to claim your tips, they, that ain't happening no more. All you uh, people out there that are trying to escape like a domestic violence and put a little cash under the, under the mattress or hide some cash for your eventual getaway, that ain't going to happen. You know what I mean? They want to audit you if you spend more than 600 bucks. You know what I mean? But the government can do whatever they want, print money, send it to all their corrupt countries, um, get blackmailed and send money everywhere, send it to China, send it to Ukraine, send it to God knows where. But if you spend 600 bucks, we better know about it. You know? But the Pentagon can just be like, oh, you know what? We we don't know where this $6.2 billion is. Kind of like on uh, 9-10-2001, whenever... Rumsfeld is like, yeah, there's like $3 trillion missing from the budget, but we don't know where it's at. But there's still dumbass motherfuckers out there that think that the government's a good thing or that it's even necessary because it's not. Um, do, do your research, you know. Income tax was supposed to be temporary. It was. Do your research. Um, I'm sure you're all aware of the, what the bullshit they do with our birth certificates and everything. Um, it's evil. The government's been evil since day one, you know. Um, the founding fathers are a bunch of fucking creep ass devil worshippers and shit. It's all out there and you can, you can call me crazy. I don't care. I'm sure you do anyway, but I'm not crazy. I know the truth. I speak the truth. I speak it. I saint it. Um, that's like in uh pineapple express when Craig Robinson tells, um, the other guy, I can't think of his name right now. He was uncle Eddie and, uh, grounded for life. But he's, he's like, I saw you rip off a guy's jaw. I saint it. <laughs> Pineapple Express, I just watched it a couple days ago. It's, it never gets old. There's so many like subtle things in Pineapple Express that are great. Um, but before I get into the actual episode and tell you who I'm doing the episode about, um, 
I'm being serious. Like, just be prepared and keep your eyes open and recognize the blatant bullshit that's going on. Um, you know, and they're all backtracking on all the shit that they told you for the last three years. You know, that Garrett tried to tell you too, and you told Garrett he's an asshole for saying it. Um, but yeah, like anything that they tell you, it's, you should probably be doing the opposite because they don't have, they don't give a fuck. They want you fucking dead. They want you stupid. They want you sterile. They want, they're coming for your kids. They want your kids to be government property. They want all of it. So just keep your eyes open, have some supplies and use your common sense and use your intuition. You know, when something doesn't feel right, that's because it doesn't feel right. You know, that's your fucking gut brain, your fucking brain in your gut telling you that shit's not right. And it's usually you're, you can usually listen to your gut. You can't. That's another, it's, it's living intuition. When something doesn't feel right, trust your intuition, trust your gut and be like, this isn't fuck. I'm not doing it. You know what I mean? More often than not, it's usually right. And I can tell you there's been plenty of times in my life when I've trusted it and it's been right. So plus there's tons of science to back it up. That, that is such a thing. But, um, but today I'm going to do an episode on a band that I really, really love. I'm sure you've heard of them. They're quite popular, but I'm going to do an episode today on Queens of the Stone Age. So let's get into it. Let's have some fun. Let's uh, let's put our belts in the dryer, and let's uh, get our our galoshes um, outside. You know what I mean? Then some raccoon can wear them and tell all of his raccoon friends I got galoshes on, bitch. But yeah, so let's get into it. Queens of the Stone Age. Ah! Hey everybody, welcome back to Mothership Connections. So like I said, we're going to be talking about Queens of the Stone Age today. Q-O-T-S-A, Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, uh, Bob, I really want to go watch the... Eh. No, yeah, they're awesome. Queens of the Stone Age is great. Uh, I'm going to go see them here on August 5th. Quite sanguine about that. Um, sanguine, of course, is being a fancy word for optimistic. But no, they're uh, they're a great fucking band. Um, you know, always have really cool riffs, cool songs. Um they put on a great live show. Like, they're just great. You know, a lot of people talk about how much Chad Smith looks like Will Ferrell, but no one talks enough about how much the lead singer Josh Home of Queens of the Stone Age looks like fucking Craig Kilborn. Um, love Craig Kilborn. He was great. I don't know whatever happened to him. But, uh, but yeah, so whenever you think of Queens of the Stone Age, what do you think of? If you're aware, which you should be. I'm sure most people think about Beverly D'Angelo, or most people probably think about... Um, more cowbell. Uh, they play, they have a song called little sister that has quite a bit of cowbell in it. And one time on SNL, Will Ferrell was hosting when they were the musical guest. And he came out dressed as his classic character from the blue Oyster cult sketch and played the cowboy on the song while they played. And Beverly D'Angelo was in their music video for their first like mainstream hit. No one knows. Uh, she was in that video slacking those huge tits, probably 20, uh, probably 20 years ago, yeah, a little bit over 21 years ago. Cause that album came out in 2002. Um, but yeah, they're, they're a really cool band. Um, I don't really know. They get, they always get thrown into the category of stoner rock, but I don't think that they're, um, the whole way. I, I don't, I would just label them hard rock. You know what I mean? Um, Dave Grohl has been part of them. He played drums on a couple of their albums. He was in that video for no one knows. Um, him and Josh Homme had that other group, and uh, I can't think of their name right now. I'm going to play a song, uh, The Damned, 
ah, them damn things or something. I don't know. I'll play one of the songs from that super group. But it was them, somebody from Zeppelin. It was those two and someone from Zeppelin. I forget the actual name. Like I said, my fucking brain's fried, bitch. Give me some KFC because my brain is fried. Give me some dipping honey mustard on the side for dipping. Um, give me a glass of water with some ice on the side for dipping. But uh, so yeah, so we're gonna talk about Queens of Stone Age. Um, they're eight albums in. They just had a new album come out two weeks ago. Uh, it's really really good. Um, it's called Times New Roman. Check it out if you haven't. Uh, if you aren't aren't aware, just or just looking for some music or whatever, whatever floats your boat, buddy. Whatever ties your shoes, babe. But uh, yeah, they're great. Like I said, always they always have great uh, great rock riffs, cool songs. Uh, they're kind of like Alice in Chains, where they have like really odd time structures in a lot of their songs and everything. Um, but they're cool. They're a five-piece from Seattle. Uh, they formed in 1996 in Seattle. Uh, Josh Homme, the lead singer, had a different band called Caius. Um, I've, I've listened to, I think I've heard a couple of those songs might have come up on my like YouTube music queue or something. Uh, it's, it's okay. It's not nearly as polished. Uh, but they formed in 1996. So uh, Dave Matthews was killing the music world with all his that, that uh, the album of his that came out in 96 uh queens of stone age started doing their thing uh, i just went to the dave matthews concert it was great uh the encore was amazing they did like this all along the watchtower slash stairway to heaven medley as part of the encore which is really cool but yeah but dave matthews that album that i'm talking about it had like ants marching it had what could, what would you say it had crash and satellite it, it had like so many fucking that album was just like steamrolling everything. You know what I mean? That album and Starship Troopers came out that year. The uh, Avalanche won the cup. You know, all kind of shit happened that year. I think the Yankees won too. Or maybe that was the year the Marlins won out of nowhere. I don't know. But 1996 was a good year for everybody, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much everybody. I was, what, 11? 10 or 11? Loving life. But, uh... But, yeah, so they... The point I'm trying to make is like their style of music is very different than what was popular when they were coming out. You know what I mean? And that can be said for a lot of stuff. But like in the 90s and everything, like I talk about this all the fucking time. But like there was so much good music in the 90s of like every genre. Just think, like you had all the grunge stuff. So you had like Pearl Jam and STP and Nirvana and all that shit going on. And then you also like around 96 when they formed and were getting out, like you had the Foo Fighters, you had Dave Matthews. Uh, you know, Sublime was doing their thing. Raging Against the Machine was doing their thing. The Chili Peppers were there. Um, all the lesbian fucking music was coming out. Um, you know, and then you had Creed and Fuel and Three Doors Down and all the Tantric and all those fucking bands coming out with that kind of style. And, like, Ska was still pretty big. So you had, like, The Urge and um, Real Big Fish doing stuff. And then you had, you know, Hootie and the Blowfish was doing folk and Matchbox 20 was huge. You know, like, there was so much great music out. And I, I didn't even touch on, like, any, like, the hip-hop or R&B at the time. Or just even in pop music in general at the time. Um, so when people speak about the 90s, it's not just through, like, a nostalgia lens. Like, it, the 90s was really great. Um, but, yeah, there was, in every genre, like, Nine Inch Nails was doing in, in, industrial rock shit. And I don't particularly care for Marilyn Manson, but he was out there doing shit. And Rob Zombie was doing shit. And, like all these different great genres are out there and like all that stuff was going on. And then there were still people left over. Like Metallica was still cool. Like all that stuff, you know, Van Halen had just hired Gary Sharon 
to do that terrible album that they had. But it's just like, I don't know. Like the nineties had so much great, great music and great movies and great TV. And just like the nineties was awesome. But my point being is that like the Queens of the Stone Age sound is much different than like any of that stuff. Really? Uh, the Foo Fighters are close, but it's more, it's more heavy than the Foo Fighters. I would say, um, I mean, Bare Naked Ladies was pop. You know what I mean? Like, there was even the pop music was good. The pop rock was excellent back then. But, um, yeah, that, that's the point I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to make is that their sound is much different than a lot of that stuff. Um, but they're, I mean, they're cool. Like I said, they're from Seattle. They have eight albums. Um, the first album came out in 1998, self titled. Which I think most bands, uh, honestly, their first album, like I always say this, if I had a band, like my albums would just be called like Chapter One, Chapter Two, etc. Uh, but I think most bands' first album, usually, I mean, if they're smart, should just be a self-titled album. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Mountain Cranes. I gotta get that on a t-shirt or at least an apron or something. Did you say Smock Ron? <laughs> um, but yeah, so the first song I'm gonna play here is off their first album. From 1998, and this song is called If Only. Queens of the Stone Age, author of self-titled debut album from 1998, Queens of the Stone Age. Um, I forgot to mention, too, like, Goo Goo Dolls were doing great. The Goo Goo Dolls were killing it, too. You know what I mean? Like, 90s was just, uh, blah, 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 blah. The 90s was just, uh, like, a like, never-ending boner of a fucking decade. Um, but yeah, like, that's what I mean. So, like, Queens of the Stone Age, it's a sick riff. I always like songs when the solo is, like, in the middle of the song and not just at the end. Um, it's just a cool song. So that's, that's 1998. So, People were flocking to the theaters to watch City of Angels, the saddest movie ever. And this is the kind of shit that they were playing. You know what I mean? They weren't really well known until around 2002 when No One Knows came out. So they were, they were grinding. They were grinding. Grinding. You know what I keep in the lining when you see me shining. Grinding. 
Um, of course, that was a uh, me singing the clip song, Grinding, produced by Pharrell Williams. Um, the next song I'm going to play here is off their second album, which was called Rated R. This song is called The Lost Art of Keeping a Secret. Um, so as we all know, women can't keep a secret. Save their life. Start of keeping a secret. Like I said, if you tell a woman a secret, just assume she's going to tell everybody. <laughs> they might, the girls might have every intention to keep the secret, but they just can't. You know what I mean? It's not in their DNA to fucking keep their mouth shut. Um, the gals like to gossip, <laughs> gossiping in the garden. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and, and people in general, really. But women just they just can't keep a secret. Dude. They're addicted to fucking talking shit. But uh. Like I said, that's a cool fucking riff. I like the little uh I don't know what instrument it is in the background. It's not a xylophone. I'm not gonna I'm gonna say it's a xylophone, but I know it's not. Uh, but it's just it's interesting interesting music, you know what I mean? Um so that that album called Rated R is just second album. Uh, a lot of cool shit on there. The first one the first album's enjoyable, but it's not really that great. Um but everything like s- starting with this second album on is pretty damn good. Um but yeah, that was the lost art of keeping a secret. Uh, the next song I'm going to play here is called Better Living Through Chemistry. No, the Queens of the Stone Age are devil worshippers. They worship the sun, actually. Um, they talk about it all the time. Once again, a really cool riff. we got some bongos in the background. You know what I mean? It's cool shit. We're good musicians. And one of their songs is literally called My God is the Sun. They they worship raw. Or A. Thank you. 
that was a clip off of their song Better Living Through Chemistry. Um, of course, that song would be more relevant when there's a bunch of fucking sex robots walking around. And everybody wants to learn how to code. And everyone wants to learn how to do HVAC and shit. But people, you want to get ahead of the curve on making some good money? Uh, learn how to repair the sex robots. That's going to be a huge, huge industry. I'm not even kidding. Um, yeah, it's just... It, I'm not even joking. Like, learn how to repair the sex robots, and you'll you'll have money forever. You know what I mean? Um, they'll have hot, sexy Japanese sex robots walking around, doing your dishes and ironing your clothes and blowing you. It'll be great. And uh, yeah, so learn how learn how to fix sex robots, boys and girls. If you really want to skip college, skip college. Just learn how to solder and weld and um, fix some robot tits, and you'll be fine. You know what I mean? They'll give that robot oyster plenty of moisture for you, fellas. Um, and for ladies, that the sex robot, he'll never go limp. You know what I mean? So there you go for that. <laughs> but yeah, it's probably a good idea to learn how to fix um, sex robots. I know Elon Musk is working on a, a whole line of affordable sex robots, at least according to his Twitter. That's what he's up to. Um, but yeah, that was Better Living Through Chemistry off their 2000 album, Rated R. Not their 2000th album. That would just be preposterous. The album that came out in 2000. The year 2000. In the year 2000. Um, the next song I want to play here is called In the Fade. In the Fade, boys. Who's calling me? You know I'm recording an episode. song in the fade off their second album in the year 2000 and rated r is what it was called uh the first r movie i actually saw in the theater was starship troopers um i just bought the blu-ray the other day because i traded it in like years ago and wanted to watch it again uh, it's a goofy movie as far as movies go but it's still really entertaining the bugs are terrifying the bugs in the bug planet fuck ripping those people in half and they did a good job of using like special effects and practical effects which every movie should do um 
They just should. But the next song I want to play here is called Autopilot. Off of Rated R. A lot of the guitar in this song. I love the fucking guitar in that song. Queens of Stone Age just have sick riffs and cool music. It's just cool music. You know what I mean? I don't want to sound like some weirdo with a backpack. and like, whoa, this music's cool. Which way does my stop, girls? Whoa. But uh, no, it's, it's good shit. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Just like I like fucking girls in pantyhose. I love it. Pantyhose drive me fucking nuts. I fucking love them. Uh, yeah, I do. A lot of the concerts recently, there's been a lot of girls wearing like these like goth pantyhose. It's pretty sweet. Pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I like it. I like it. What's wrong with that, bitch? Uh, hey, hey, what's wrong with that, huh? What, what's something that you like, huh? Let me ask you the same question, huh? Um, yeah, but that was a clip of off of Autopilot, a song from their Rated R album. Uh, the next song I'm going to play here is called No One Knows, and this is their most popular fucking song. For a good reason. It's a great fucking rock song, but it's No One Knows off their third album, uh, Songs for the Deaf. Song's fucking awesome! It's awesome! This song is so fucking awesome. And no one knows. Breakdown. 
know the clip off of No One Knows. Like I said, that's probably their most popular song, and for good reason. Yeah, there's a really good reason why people like that song. Whenever I'm putting my pants on in front of the mirror, I like to drink a glass of milk, swing my sunglasses, and step into my shoes like I'm some kind of vaudeville motherfucker. Get that shit going in the Age of Innocence. Um, terrible song. That Age of Innocence song is terrible. Terrible song. Um, it's the one with that monk where it's like, hey, Oh, that's like some 90s song called Age of Innocence. This is probably in some fucking Rob Schneider movie. Um, that and like that Fat Boy Slim song. Um, <laughs> um, how Rob Schneider ever became like a leading man in Hollywood looking the way he does. Uh, same thing with Ben Stiller. Like Ben Stiller is just like, he got like those long monkey arms. Rob Schneider's got that fucking face. You know what I mean? But they still became a Hollywood royalty in the 90s because the 90s was a magical time. Um, but no one knows. That's an awesome fucking song. Uh, it really is. Uh, the next song I play here is also off song. So that's one called Hanging Tree. Tree. Uh, that song is like the perfect image for that song because, as we all, as you all know, I love to put images of songs in my head. Um, it's one of my favorite things to do, baby. Babe, let me see that stump. But uh, no, that song is like the perfect song for like if you like you and your friends unearth a tomb and the mummy's like missing, and then all of a sudden you have to like try to escape the mummy. That's like the um, that's like the best like image for that song. I would love to have a, a, a day one time where like me and my friends can just get chased by a mummy, like legitimately. That would be awesome. Um, yeah, if I ever get married, which I won't, but if I ever do, um, I want my bachelor party to be us being chased by mummies. <laughs> Real mummies, like dangerous ones. Like some of us aren't going to come back type of thing. Um, that would be great. And wash it all down with some Mountain Dew and a trip to Debella's Subs where I will eat too much pasta salad and go home and go to bed. Um, the next song I want to play here is called Go With The Flow. Just photos after all I can't make you hang around 
Awesome song, uh, Go With The Flow, by the Queens of the Stone Age, off their third album, Songs for the Deaf. It's a great fucking song. The next one's a great song, too. This song's called Little Sister. Love this fucking song. Of Little Sister by Queens of the Stone Age. I love that song. Wow, wow, wow. And I love on the Hanging Tree, the Mummy song. I love the distorted bass in the intro. That, that doesn't get utilized enough. Um, but I think the distorted bass on the song is really cool. Uh, other popular songs that have a distorted bass in the intro is Around the World by the Chili Peppers. Um, I'm going to go see them in uh, at Hershey. I'm going to go see the Chili Peppers in Hershey, PA in September. And I can't fucking wait. Um, same thing with I can't wait to go see Queen of the Stone Age in August. Um, got a lot of concerts in August and September. It's, uh, it's going to be fucking awesome. I'm awesome possum. Go get yourself an awesome blossom from Outback Steakhouse, the worst place ever. One of the worst places ever. Um... Oh, dude, I got Olive Garden to go a couple weeks ago, and they uh, gave me, like, the shittiest food ever. I got chicken Alfredo because I was really craving it. Um, I usually crave chicken Alfredo as some kind of comfort to me um, when I'm needing comforting, and I was. So I got it, and when I picked it up, um, it was pretty much just dried noodles and burnt chicken and, like, no sauce. And I had requested extra sauce because Olive Garden to go, they never give you enough sauce. And whenever I put extra sauce on the online order, they called me and they said, well, what do you want extra sauce on? And it's like, the fucking pasta, you piece of shit. What do you mean? What do you mean, what do I want extra sauce on? It's like, I want extra sauce on my salad. Like, when I put extra Alfredo sauce, that meant that I wanted extra sauce. And then you guys proceeded to give me, like, practically no sauce. Um, then they send a survey. It's like, tell us how we did. Blah. And I was like, you guys did fucking terrible. I'm like, you are fucking, should be ashamed of yourself. 
You're a bunch of criminals. I've been calling a lot of companies criminals lately. Like I did the same thing to Taco Bell and Panda Express. And I did the same thing to Starlake because you want to send me a survey after you do something stupid and act like a bunch of shit bags. And I'm going to let you know about um, Starlake. I, I ripped into them about the, the traffic for dead and company um, Panda Express. They were fucking assholes to me in the store, like super assholes to me in the store, which I'll never go back there again, even though I love their walnut shrimp and their orange chicken. But I'll never go back there again, at least not to the Robinson one bunch of fucking dickheads, a bunch of Montour West Day fuck faces working there. But, um, and then Taco Bell, they just, they fucked my order up real bad. So it's like, you know what? This is just unacceptable. Um, so I was calling Olive Garden criminals. I told them they should switch their name to Awful Garden. Um, it's a fucking joke. Like, why, why, why would somebody have to call and ask when I ordered chicken Alfredo and then I said, extra Alfredo sauce, please. And they call and like, well, what do you want extra sauce on? What do you fucking think, man? You know what I mean? And then at Panda Express, this was like three weeks ago. I went in and picked up a to-go order. And they were like rolling their eyes and like slamming stuff. Because God forbid I said I had a mobile order. And um, and they said, well, you can just pick it up through the drive-thru. And it's like, well, the last time I went through the drive-thru, they told me I need to pick it up inside. So which one is it? You bunch of fucking agents of averageness. You know what I mean? Um, and then I was taking my to-go order and keep in mind in this scenario, there's no one else in the restaurant at the time, but me. And I go to leave and I go, you're going out the wrong door. And it's like, what are you fucking talking about? I can leave whatever door I want to leave from. Like, this is the stupidest fucking situation. So I come in to pick my food up and you're an asshole about it. And then when I'm going to leave, you're an asshole about it. And it's just like, what did I ever fucking do? You know what I mean? Um, I do. I get treated like shit pretty often all the time <laughs> and I don't get it. I really don't. I'm like the nicest fucking dude ever. And I do. I, you can, people that have gone places with me can attest. Like I get treated like shit pretty often everywhere I go just about. Uh, but I was fucking mad. So I like, I ripped into Olive Garden for like six paragraphs <laughs> and I kept calling them criminals and saying it was a joke and they're fucking terrible. Same thing with Pan Express. I, putting the survey there, a bunch of power tripping criminals, agents of averageness. And then talk about, I was just like, this happens all the time. This is ridiculous. Like I ordered, uh, three soft tacos with no tomatoes and they put tomatoes on them. And it, what pisses me off about that is not the fact that I have to take the tomatoes off my own taco for who cares. But what if I had a tomato allergy and some fucking dick bag, probably on fucking high. Oh, I'm so high. Probably was just like, fuck it, put tomatoes on there, man. I'm going on break, man. And then the fucking other guy's probably like, oh, yeah, man, where my khakis at? I need some sour cream and salsa for my chica. Or some fucking bullshit. I have no problem with weed. I have no problem with people that smoke weed. But not every person can function on when they're high. That's the problem. There's plenty of high-functioning high people. But there's plenty of people that when they get high, they can't do shit. So whenever I got tomatoes on the tacos, I said, no tomato. What if I had an allergy? And what if I didn't, what if I just bit into the taco and didn't look? And then suddenly I'm at the hospital and I'm dead. You know what I mean? That's why, like, when you're working at a restaurant, and I worked at restaurants for 20 years, and I'm currently back working at a restaurant part-time, when people say they have an allergy, when people say substitute this or we don't want this on there, like, you need to fucking adhere to that. And not just be like, oh, dude, I was Instagramming. 
and then I was twitching, and then I was scrolling through Twitter, and then I checked my Outlook, and then I was looking at my Gmail, and then I was watching some TikTok videos while I was high, working at my taco job. And it's like, well, you need to just not put tomatoes on Garrett's tacos. Um, but that also rolls back into me getting fucking treated like garbage all the time. Um, it's true. Just just all the time. <laughs> if something's... Oh, that band, they were called the them Crooked Vultures. That was the super group. It just popped in my head. But yeah, I get, I get treated like shit pretty often. But uh, that's why that shit pisses me off. Because like all these restaurants want to cry foul about how like COVID killed their business stuff. And it's like it did. But at the same time, like you're not trying. People spend their hard-earned money on food. Like I shouldn't go to Olive Garden after spending $20 on a chicken Alfredo entree and get virtually no sauce when I ask for extra sauce and get chicken that was burnt. And then they give you a salad big enough for a whole family and give you two ounces of dressing. And the breadsticks taste like fucking plastic. And it's just like, it's people are, are making better choices about where they spend their money because they don't have as much in their spending power due to inflation the government also lies about um, that you can't spend as much. So it's like, if I go out to eat, like just make the fucking food the way it's supposed to. That's that's your fucking job. And like working in a restaurant forever, people just don't think that they have to fucking work or do anything. Um, and it really pisses me off. But yeah, I ripped into all those fucking places. And Star Lake especially, man. Star Lake oversold the Dead & Company concert by 10,000 tickets. Like somebody should be in fucking jail for that. But I don't want to sound like a pussy, but that's like a health hazard. Like, I live four miles from Star Lake, and we sat in traffic for almost three and a half hours. So the time it took us to drive to Columbus for a music festival, that's how long it took us to sit in traffic to travel four miles to go to a concert. And Star Lake's just like, oh, tough shit, you know? Oh, you can't fight the souvenir business. We're too large. Mama made the sauce, and it's too large. Uh, but I was really pissed about that because it's just like, don't like, how dare you? How dare you be so fucking greedy that you oversold the concert by 10,000 tickets, man. And I don't know if you've ever been to Starlight, but there was, you were, we were like shoulder to shoulder. You couldn't even walk. It was crazy. <laughs> um, but shit just pisses me off. But yeah, that was little sister by Queens of the Stone Age. Um, great song. Great song. Great song. Great song. Great song. Great song. Um, the next song I'm going to play here is, so the next song I'm going to play here is, uh, it's called You Got a Killer Scene There, Man. Um, and this song is like the ultimate, like being lost in the desert song. Um, once you hear it, you'll know what I'm talking about. You'll know what I'm saying. You'll know about crowns. Uh, but yeah, this is You Got a Killer Scene There, Man. Lost in the desert. That's what you should be thinking about.
Picture yourself lost in the desert, no water. Just imagine how chafed you would get, how sunburnt you would get. It'd be an ungodly amount of dick sweat. That was a clip off. If you got a killer scene there, man. Like I said, that song always reminded me of just like being lost in the desert and just sauntering around. Just like, uh. Um, but the next song I'm going to play here is called New Fang. And this is by that super group I was talking about with him and Dave Grohl and the guy from Zeppelin. This is the song New Fang by them Crooked Vultures. new fang that song is fucking awesome um it's like that song reminds me of like trying on jeans on a tugboat um you know why they call it a tugboat right because it's non-stop hand jobs dude uh, the next song player is called make it with you off their album era vulgaris this song's pretty cool too this actual album has my favorite queen to the stone age song on, which we'll get to Steve, just get the potatoes ready.
was a clip off of Make It With You. I'd like to make it with Haley Steinfeld. She's fucking sexy as shit. I love the power clown her. Um, she's fucking beautiful and hot and sexy and exotic looking. Ah. But the next song I'm going to play here, this is my favorite Queens of the Stone Age song by far. Um, this song is called Three and, S- and Seven. I love this song so much. I really do. This song's fucking amazing. Here we go. and Sevens by Queens of the Stone Age off their album Era Vulgaris. Uh, that is my favorite Queens of the Stone Age song by far. As time close, boys. Hey, you go get my groceries. It's not that close. Um, I love that song. The guitar, the fucking everything about it. Uh, the next song I'm play here is I Sat by the Ocean off their album Like Clockwork.
That was a clip off of their song, I Sat by the Ocean, off their album, Like Clockwork, um, which I believe came out in 2013. Um, Era Vulgaris came out in 2008, I believe. Maybe 2007. But I think this album came out in 2013. I don't know. I don't do research. It's off the top of my head. You should know that by now. If you don't know that by now. Um, the next song I'm going to play here is called Feet Don't Fail Me off their 2017 album, Villains. You're a villain! Steve! Steve Yoder! You're a villain, Yoch! Song's fucking sick. So that was a clip off of Feet Don't Fail Me. Feet Don't Fail Me. Hey, it's a Feet Don't Fail Me with my khakis. I need that sour cream and salsa for my chica. Um, yeah, so that was off that album. This song was also off that album. It's called, it's called The Way You Used to Do. to do off their 2017 album Villains. Uh, the next song I'm going to play is called Hideaway, also off that album. This song reminds me of being stuck in one of those moving rooms 
What do you humans call them? Elevators? I'm stuck in a moving room. This song's fucking sexy. clip off of the song Hideaway. I love that song. It's like getting a blowjob from a Russian girl while you're singing R.O.C.K. in the USA. She's saying, is good, is good. And you're saying, R.O.C.K. in the USA. Just funny image for your head there. And you're getting the blowjob while singing R.O.C.K. in the USA while wearing a crotchless Uncle Sam outfit. <laughs> Um, the next song I'm going to play here is called Obscenery, off their new album, the 2023 release in Times New Roman. But this is Obscenery. song of scenery author 2023 release in times new roman uh the next song i'm gonna play here is called negative space Thank you. 
great guitar riff. That was a clip off of Negative Space. Oh, I want to take you to that negative space. Oh, I want to come all over your face. Oh, I want to take you to that negative base. Gotta put those new plants in a vase. Uh, yeah, so that was a... <laughs> so that was Negative Space. Uh, the next song play here is called Time and Place. Funky, yunch, funky, yunch, funky. The song's fucking awesome. reminds me of werewolves doing pottery i think that'd be fucking creepy to see um or zombies uh trying on cardigans you know what i mean while the cardigans is playing um that kind of stuff you know sunglasses in a mud hut you know what i mean that type of, that, that type of thing um you know walk around seeing pigs with hairy shoulders you know what i mean um as we all know pigs are human pig hybrids that's 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 really gonna fuck the masses up when they hear about that um, the next song player is called "What Made to Parade." Back that up. 
That was a clip off of the song Made to Parade. Um, of course, that is the sequels to Bulls on Parade. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so the next song I'm going to play here is Carnivoyeur. This is currently on the radio quite a bit. Both satellite and terrestrial. Get terrestrial, babe. This song would be like the James Bond theme if the James Bond movies were rated R. song is about not being able to choose how you die. Um, if I could choose, I would probably just have Rachel Starr drown me at Raccoon Park while Walking on Sunshine was playing. Um, and a priest was dumping out like a two-liter bottle of Mountain Dew while it was happening. Or something. <laughs> Some bizarre fucking crazy um, scenario. But that song is really cool. And the fucking that guitar part is so fucking sick. Um, the next song player is called What the Peephole Say. Oh, really cool. It's really cool, Beth. Sick guitar, like always. Say. 
was a clip off what the people say. I love that song. It's fucking sick. Uh, the next song and the last song we play here is called Emotion Sickness. Emotion Sickness. I'm sure we've all felt that feeling. Use wants and destroy. Tell sirens of pain. Clip off of Emotion Sickness by Queens of the Stone Age off their 2023 release, In Times New Roman. Um, I, I like that's not really my favorite font. I like Calibri, like Arial. Um, but yeah, but that was Queens of the Stone Age. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed doing it. I hope it inspires you to go listen to some of their catalog, like all the other music episodes I do. Um, I just love sharing music, you know what I mean? Um, you know. I love sharing music. It's a great thing. Music is the greatest thing there is. Uh, music, hockey, and pretty girls. That's pretty much what makes the world go round. Um, at least my world, at least. And, uh, I don't know, good food, too. <laughs> um, but I don't know what you're going to get into tonight, but be safe. Have fun. Get home safe. Tuck your kids in. Tuck yourself in. Make sure you get nice and clean. Um, take a bath with your favorite stuffed animal. Um, you know, read a book. Wash your glasses, put your towels away, whatever else you're going to do. Fold your socks. Um, you know, I don't know. You're going to dust your fan. Your ceiling fan's probably pretty dusty. I know mine always is. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go home and scream at myself in the mirror for a while. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening. I always appreciate it. I really do. I sincerely appreciate the support. Um, podcast is creeping up. Uh, I started in August of 2020, so it's coming up on almost three years now. Um, three years, 130 episodes, lots of laughs, lots of cries, lots of uh, uh, leg cramps, lots of vertigo, lots of migraines, etc. Uh, but yeah, but I'm going to go uh, do what I got to do. So thanks for listening. I always appreciate it. And as always, as always, keep shaking those motherfucking knees, bitch. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Uh. No, thanks for listening. The best nation!
petition to be a part of his donation. Won't you all become citizens? Mother Nature's our gatekeeper. If a tree falls in the forest, will you make a sound? <laughs>